You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 51 with Caroline Ritter. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, on today's episode, we have Caroline Ritter, and I wanted to have her on the show because she took a leap of faith to start something that would end up being much bigger than herself. Caroline and her husband started a local market in the suburbs of Nashville called Sunday Market Franklin. So I have Caroline go behind the scenes on what it's like to start a local market and why she decided it was important to have one. She shares with us how the market is creating a community. So if you are local to Nashville or planning on coming here, you won't want to miss out on visiting this market. I hope this show leaves you inspired to go after whatever you've been dreaming about, even if it feels scary and much bigger than yourself. Let's go to the show. Caroline, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. So I like to start off every show with an icebreaker. I love to travel and I want it to inspire other moms to travel as well. So I love asking people where their favorite vacation spot is and why. And this can be with or without kids. Well, I would have to say, um, I don't have to get very specific. It's the beach. (laughs) Um, I just like being at the ocean with or without kids. And we happen to be going without kids very soon. And so I'm very excited about that. Um, But I there's just something therapeutic for me about being at the beach. Yeah, I know. I love the beach too. Um, now, do you have a favorite beach though? Well, I um, I grew up in the Orlando area of Florida. And so I have um, New Smyrna Beach is where I just, it's kind of my home beach, I would say. Mm. We used to go all the time growing yeah. up. Um, but if I could go to any beach, it probably would be to Nantucket. Oh, Nantucket. Yeah. That's where we were married. And I just, I love the beach. The beach that we used to go to over there is far away from everybody else. And it was kind of your own private beach out on an island. And it was lovely. That is awesome. Now, where do you fly into if you want to go to Nantucket? You can fly into the island. That's that's what we often did. But sometimes you fly into, um, it depends. I mean, there's so many different ways to go. What's the main Um, area though? Like what's the main city that you would fly into if you weren't flying right into the island? I'm not even familiar. Probably Providence. Mm, gotcha. Rhode Island. Yeah, I have not yeah. gone up there. So that's on my list for someday. So that's that's neat that you, you like that. So, well, let's get started. How about you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? So you can start with your name, where you're from, and how many kids you have, and then we'll jump into where you got, how you got to where you are today. Okay. My name is Caroline Ritter. I grew up in Orlando and um, I have two boys, Miles and Luke. They're eight and 11. And where are you from? Well, you just said you were from Orlando area, (laughs) but you live outside Nashville. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Sorry. I thought, yes. That's okay. And so how about you share with us a little bit to how you got to where you are today, and then we'll jump into more details of what you're exactly doing. Okay. Um, I went to school for fashion design, so I've always had a passion for, for the design world. And, um, I worked in the retail industry in many different ways for quite a few years. And then I had my boys and, um, stayed at home for, have, have stayed at home for a while. And, but with that have always wanted to have a creative outlet. So I started a business making baby things and then, 
changed that over to making more denim things. And um, throughout all of that time, I have done um, markets and shows and and shown my shown my items at um, places where there are lots of other makers. And um, we moved down to the Nashville area about four years ago, and I was doing some shows, but they weren't the kind of show that I wanted to do. Um, and so I turned to my husband and said, I really miss this market that I did in Pennsylvania. And he said, well, why don't you start one here? And so I did. <laughs> I love it. And so, yeah, that leads me to my first question. Um, so it's called the Sunday Market. And Correct. so you got the idea pretty much from doing one in Pennsylvania. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so why don't you go into a little bit why you started it and um, what was the goal of having a market and, and explain to the listeners what kind of market you're talking about. So it kind of yeah. paints them a picture. Okay. So this market is, um, we now have roughly 40 vintage and handmade makers with us and um, it's outside. It's free to the public. Um, each month, month we have a different nonprofit that is the focus and they are upfront and we're in, they're in all of our advertisements and we ideally connect people with a nonprofit that they would like to, to work with and be a part of and either donate at that, pro at that, um, market or find out what they can do to become involved. And it, one of the reasons that I wanted to do the nonprofit aspect is because there's so many great, great nonprofits doing so much good, but it's kind of hard to get your hands on a pulse of exactly what they do without calling them up or going to pursue them. And this way you can just be there and they're there and you can find out what they do. Um, and if it's something that jives with, with who you are and, and what you believe in, then great. And it's a great way to get connected. Um, the the markets also have live music and food trucks. So ideally, what we like to say is that it's a great way to um, fill your soul on a Sunday afternoon. You get to meet the makers. You get to find out what, what they do, how they do it. And you bring something home that you know where it comes from and, and who made it. And you get to find out how you can get involved and, and do other things. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then... Meanwhile, you came from church and you grab some lunch and you relax and listen to some great music. So it, it's just a wonderful rounded out Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I, it's, I've been there and it's awesome. Um, what do you feel like um, the other markets that you're talking about that weren't kind of like what you were wanting? What do you feel like is the main difference? Um, is it the vintage stuff? Like, is it what people are selling? Like when you say like this isn't kind of the market that you want to go to, what? So I'm trying to I'm trying to. Um, explain to everyone what the feeling the is like. So, um, so yeah, the, uh, some of the other ones that, that I had done were really, really, really huge. And it was, um, tons and tons of people going and, um, getting toys for their kids. And so they weren't spending time getting to meet the maker and seeing the product. It was more of a, let's go out and go to this free event on Sunday afternoon and just be, I mean, it's just masses and masses of people. While I would love to have a ton of people, we have a great amount of customers, but it just didn't, it felt too, too massive um, and not personal and not community building. And that was, that's one of, one of the things that we're trying to really build is a community. And, and now that we have three behind us, 
I really started to feel that community this time. And that was really special. Um, the vendors are starting to really get to know each other and, um, the customers that are coming back are getting to know the vendors also. And, and the musicians are starting to get to know us and the food trucks. And so it's starting to feel like kind of like a little family. And, um, you know, when you get to know people better, you, you want to support them more and you, you see what they do differently and you, you love it more and you respect it more and you want to be around it more. Um, so it just creates a wonderful place to be. And as you're talking to a customer and they say, Oh, I'm, I was looking for something for so-and-so and you can be like, Oh yeah, over there. Yeah. Um, she's got a great, great idea over here. And it's one of those. Up. And so when you, when we get to know each other, when we take the time to chat with other vendors and, and makers, then, um, there's just camaraderie there that that's really special and unique. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, how about you share with us what you like to do with the vendors before you open up each Sunday that you have the market? So because it's Sunday, um, we are missing out on church. And um, I, I intentionally did it on Sunday because I thought it was a good way to have families do the Sabbath together and and shop and and learn how to give and just be a part of a community together. But that that makes that all the people that are working at the market miss that. And so um, every Sunday when everybody's getting close to being set up a little bit before we open, um, whoever is interested um, goes off to the side and gathers and just has a short prayer about the day, a prayer for being thankful for the day that we have and the customers that are going to come and just the creating of the friendships and the creating of, of, um, this community that we're building. And it's been really special. Um, and, and I've gotten some really great feedback about that and it just makes it feel like we know we're not doing this necessarily for us. We're doing it for, for the, for God and for the greater community and for just building things together and, and just getting to know one another again, because I think in the rush of everything that goes on nowadays, people don't necessarily spend as much time building community as they should and used to. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, and I feel like it's just because everybody's so busy and right. um, that's, you know, uh, Melissa Sharp and I, uh, we did a, a series in the summer about cultivating your village. And I, for that reason, because I feel like it's become something that I almost feel like it's a bit challenging to do, even though you would think when you think about it, it's so easy. But I just think because right. of the way our lives are today, it's become quite hard. And so yeah. um, I think that's great that you're incorporating all of this into the market and all that stuff. Um, I was going to ask you, what do you feel like has been the hardest part about organizing the market? So um I love organizing and getting things together and pulling everything together, but I have learned through doing this that things change at the last minute and things happen and somebody can't make it that morning. And I find out 45 minutes before the market and we just have learned to just switch things on a dime and be able to run with it. And so it kind of is something that's always in flux. And for the first market, I had everything planned and everything set. And I was like, nope, this is the way it is. And I was like, okay, nope, it's not. And so you kind of just have to run with it. And so it's given me a little bit more of flexibility with it too, where I'm like, okay, so it's 10 minutes before we're going to open and we've got to fill this spot. So let's maneuver and let's, let's get there. And so 
it just happens sometimes and it, you know, life happens. So sometimes things happen and people can't get there, but we always try to make it flawless from when, when we open the door so that, that no one knows these little things have happened. And, um, and we just go from there, but it's been fun too, because the vendors are like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's get it together. And, and so everybody, everybody pulls together and helps each other and just makes, makes for a better presentation in the long run. Yeah. It's almost like you need, um, I'm totally blanking on the wording, but, um, oh, an understudy. It's like, you need somebody uh, sitting on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Like, if something happens, can we call you this morning and you can come right away? <laughs> right. And that, I mean, and that, but then that's just not fair to that person too. I, Cause you I know. like, um, but we, it, I don't, it's just been fun to get to know everybody. That's and, awesome. and I feel like each time we get to know people more and, um, and the customers that keep coming back, we just love them. And they, they'll just stroll and talk to more people and bag arms are full of bags and, and goodies. And they're so excited because they're, Oh, I got this and I'm going to put it on this wall in my house and I'm going to give this to my sister. And so it's, it's fun. To, it's also fun as vendors to know that you meet the person that's taking that home too. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, all that's the things fun. we make are little babies. And so yeah. it's fun, fun as a maker to, to know where it's going and what it's going to, you know, where it's going to be. And exactly. Well, I was going to ask you, what has been the biggest blessing you've experienced by doing all of this? Um, the community, I mean, that's, that, that was really my intention. And, and I really feel like, um, we're starting to get to know each other more and, and it's making the area that's growing so big, the Franklin area seem smaller. Um, and it, it's a wonderful thing to, to see something that is growing so big, feel small, um, and feel community oriented and just feel personal. Yeah. Now, how do you go about finding the vendors? We have a um, application process and anyone is welcome to apply. <clears throat> Ideally, the applications close um, a couple months before the season starts and we jury the applications and um, and try to fit the right amount of different items because we don't want everything to be the same all the time. Each market has about 20 vendors that return, about 20 vendors that are new. And I love that newness because, um, it helps keep it fresh, but then I love having the ones come back too, because then those are the community builders and those are the people like, Oh yeah, I'm going to come back and get that next time. So, um, so it keeps customers coming back. It keeps vendors feeling fresh and, um, it's a, it's a fun way to do that. Um, the application process is, you know, just a little application form online. Um, but if we get them all in at the beginning of the season, then I can plan the whole season out. We have X amount of certain kind of vendors. So it's not, you know, 25 people that make jewelry and 10 people that do the same exact vintage stuff. It's a variety of everything. Um, and so we enjoy giving you the shopper um, options to choose from. Um, and, you know, maybe there are a couple different jewelry makers, but they're making different kinds of jewelry. Um, cause everybody has different tastes for, for oh, jewelry. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and yeah. And so a, a lot of great house things, all, all sorts of stuff, but we, we try not to, um, not to hone in on one type of thing and try to give, give you guys a variety when you're coming to shop. Yeah. So how about you give us, um, the dates of the upcoming shows for yes. the end of this year? I mean, so, October and December. It is at the factory in Franklin, and it's the outdoor shed, which is the same location as the um, farmer's market in Franklin. 
Um, and the next one is October 8th and the final one for the season is December 3rd and it is from 10 to four. Okay. Now is the December one going to have more Christmas stuff? The December one will have, yes. And we'll have more. Um, I mean, every time the people that come back always bring newness to it mm, also. Okay, so cool, you're not yeah. seeing the same exact thing that you saw last month. There's newness and freshness to it. Um, because everybody, you know, you want to, you want to see different things, of even course. if you're seeing the same people, yeah. there's something different. Right. Um, and so everybody will definitely be bringing their Christmas game and their holiday game and bringing all sorts of, um, all sorts of great presents. Yeah. So come with shopping lists. Exactly. I, I love it. And so do you feel like you're going to do this into next year as well? Absolutely. Yes. So is there like a set, um, you know, in case people hear this, you know, next year or whatever, right. um, is there certain weekends that you just know, like if it's the third weekend or the second weekend of so, certain months or? Ideally, it's the second Sunday of the month, um, April, May, September, October, um, and then December, we're doing it the first weekend of the month because, you know, the weather it's gets crazy, a little yeah. iffy and, and it's crazy. It gets a little, yeah. <laughs> December just gets crazy. Yes. So I feel like that's a time where people can actually like, take a breath and come shop rather than like the second or third weekend when they're mm -hmm. like, Oh my gosh, I need to get her now. Yes. And so they're going to frantically run through this way. They can actually enjoy it a little bit. We try to do it in the months that are more lovely here in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I don't control the weather obviously, but, um, I don't want to do it in the summer when it's hot so and hot. being outside yeah. all day. Yeah. Um, and so, um, the factory, um, controls the dates a little bit because of, because of all the other things going on. Cause they can't have too many events at one time. Um, so ideally it's the second Sunday, but that isn't always the case, but the website will always have the dates on it for that year. Um, and that season. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, for everyone who's local, you know, then they can go check it out, but you know, so many people come and visit Nashville. And right. so I definitely wanted to put that out there that this is a great place. The factory is a fun place to check out anyway. And then to add this on, it's definitely something that you want to come and check out and see. I think you'll have a great time. So I just wanted to kind of put those dates out there in case um, somebody's listening to this next, you know, February or something. Yes. And so something really fun just happened at the last market and it was, it just kind of made me giddy. Um, a friend of mine that was a really good friend of mine in middle school and the end of elementary school. Um, and then she went to a different high school. We stayed friends, but anyway, we haven't seen each other since high school and she lives in Colorado and every once in a while comes out to Nashville. Um, but we just had never had time to cross paths. And so she sent me a message um, a couple days before the last market and said, hey, um, I'm going to the Sunday market. Are you going to be there? <laughs> and so I sent her a message right back. I'm like, yes, I'll be there. That's my market. Come see, come see me, come visit. Oh and so gosh. she did. And we just, it was so much fun. Time was too short, but it was just a blast to get to see her and get to spend some time with a friend that I haven't seen for quite a long time. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah. That's it was really, really cool. Neat. Well, Caroline, we're almost at the end of the show, but I know that there's a lot of moms out there that would love to do something like this or have something similar that, you know, they want to kind of get going and they, they may feel really overwhelmed to take on something big like this. So I just wanted to ask you, what kind of advice would you have to give those moms that just, you know, they're creative or they're just kind of like, you know what, I, I have this vision and I want to do this. And, but they're just kind of like, I don't know where to start with anything. I'm just wondering if you can kind of just give us some practical steps that could help them get the ball rolling. Yeah. So, um, I would say I, this all kind of started with, um, 
my first business with the the baby things that I made. And um, when my when my young when my oldest was napping, I would just start to sew, and I, I had ideas, and I just started to do them. And, and then I started to make some more and then I got enough that I had a line of something and, and, you know, enough of a group of something. And so I started to apply to shows and I went to shows and checked them out to see, you know, to see what they were like and to see, um, if that was the type of customer that I wanted or, you know, the type of things I wanted to be around and you just start, just start making or however, whatever it is that you want to do and you have your passion behind just start little baby steps and, um, and those grow as we all know, cause our yep. little babies get bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so with the, with the market itself, like if somebody's trying to do mm-hmm. an event like this, what do you feel like was your biggest challenge or obstacle that you had to get through to like actually get this going? You know what? I think probably what would have been my biggest challenge was my biggest boost. Um, because I had the idea and I had the location, but I hadn't talked to anybody at the location. And I mm. was really skeptical and was like, okay, they're not going to go for this. But I went and I found the man I needed to talk to. And I said, okay, I have an idea and I want to know what you think. And he said, that is fantastic. That's exactly what we would love to have here. Go for it. And so that just going out, to, like I was nervous about asking him because I was afraid, okay, well, it's not going to work if I don't do it there. But I asked and he was totally behind it and so excited. So that's awesome. You know, yeah, just take that step and just ask. Um, like I think a lot of people yes. are afraid to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, I think that's great. Well, that was really cool and really excited. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up, where can people find you on social media and your website and the information about Sunday Market? Um. Instagram and Facebook. I am the Sunday Market Franklin. And um, what was your other question? Now I forget. Oh, just on social media, or is there is that is that the main oh, thing? Oh, and what, the is, website. Yes. Okay. So the is website it, is the Sunday Market Franklin dot com. So it's the all Sunday Market the same. Franklin. It's all easy. Yeah. Okay. So the Sunday Market Franklin dot com. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Caroline, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had so much fun talking with you. Me too. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, you guys, have you had a chance to take the vacation personality quiz I created? If not, you can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash quiz. And I am a savvy saver. So I'm just curious what all of you guys are. And so it's just a fun tool to use to be able to figure out why you plan vacations the way you do and what kind of vacations you tend to gravitate towards. Also, you will get from me different vacation ideas for your specific vacation personality. So head on over to mominspiredshow.com forward slash quiz when you get a chance and take the quiz today. I hope you really enjoyed this show and I'll see you next week.